and we're live. Hi, and welcome to Gay Out the City. I'm your host, Prince Electro Diamond, and today, once again, I promised I wasn't going to do this, but I have to say it again. Once again, a guest did not show up. I knew I promised I wasn't going to do this. And to be clear, I don't like doing this. And the worst part is, even with the guests I'm supposed to have on today, this is the second time they were scheduled. They missed their first scheduling of their interview. I hit them up again. And yet, here we are. I feel bad because it's not just uh, it's not just like a letdown to me. It's a letdown to you guys, the people who like this podcast and like the fact that I've been interviewing people. It's It's honestly I would say this. I want to make this very clear. Whenever I've had to cancel an interview, it is not because of me. Whenever I've had to cancel an interview, it has always been because the guest either doesn't get back to me or doesn't show up like now. Because I don't ever want to cancel interviews. I fucking love doing them. But when you have a guest who just... Says they're going to show up. The worst part is, I get you, like, not showing up the first time. Shit happens. But, like, when I reschedule you the second time, and you still don't fucking show up, like, you're a content creator. Any chance you have to plug your shit, you should take. And actually show up. And with this person, they're, uh, they were a former porn star, an OnlyFans content creator, and also a drag queen, where I was going to talk about. I'm still going to talk about it now, because I can. The drag queen and trans bands that are happening in the United States. It's really, really fucking absurd. That this is happening. Because at least what I know America to be. It's supposed to be the land of the free. And the home of the brave. And banning stuff is not free or brave. Like. No one's asking you. To go to fucking drag shows. Except drag queens and other gay entertainers that have drag queens at their events. That's the only people who are asking you. It's not like an average person is going up to you on the fucking street and asking you to go to a drag show. Like, that's not happening. And the fact that people are trying to ban it and trying to ban trans people... 
I can't even imagine how the fuck you're going to enforce this. You're literally going to, like, tell trans people they just can't exist. And it's like, seriously? That's who they are. So what? You're saying that if you're going to, like, be who you are in a state and you're not, like, your biological gender, that... Or I should say biological sex, because sex and gender are two different things. But if you're not your biological sex, you have to get the fuck out of the state. How are you going to enforce that? You're going to do like people in like the Frankenstein's movies did to Frankenstein with pitchforks and torches? Like, seriously. This is what legislators are spending their time sort of working on. They're busy trying to legislate women and legislate drag queens and trans people. Instead of, I don't know, let's just say regulating banks or taking care of derailing trains and making the trains safer so that we don't have fucking derailments every few months. No. It's much more important to go after drag queens who aren't doing anything to anybody. All they're doing is performing. And I feel bad for people who don't have an outlet like I do and don't have the wherewithal to do this. Like either just a solo podcast or doing interviews. I feel bad for them because like you're not going to stop me. Like I'm in my fucking house and if you try and come in to my house while I'm doing something I'm going to call the police and have you fucking arrested. So I have that freedom. I have that luxury. Not all drag queens do. Because they don't have the... I'm going to say talent. To do this. They just... Know how to do... One thing. There are a lot of drag queens who know just how to do one thing. And most of the time, they don't need to know how to do anything else. I, however... I am someone who realized that I was going down one lane, and when one lane didn't start working, I went down another. Because that's what I do. And I will say I am so happy for the transition that I've been able to do with this podcast through getting to interview people. I have made... Not with every guest. I, I don't make... I don't become, like, friendly and friends with, like, every guest. But the guests that I have, I am so grateful for. Probably one of them I'm, like, the most grateful for 
is Phoenix Lee. Anyone who saw that interview, I fucking love Phoenix. I really do. Because what Phoenix did for me was he literally took everything I thought I knew about people who live in Los Angeles and flipped it on its head. Because as many people know, LA does not get a good rap among most people. They say the same stereotypes of LA is full of vapid, fake, two-faced people who are only interested in being friends with you if you can get them ahead. And I will say, when I first met Phoenix, he was the exact opposite of that. And just that interview of doing a two-hour interview. I actually ended up talking with Phoenix probably in total three and a half hours. And it's like, for me, to meet someone and I'm like, wow, this person is like really fucking chill and really fucking nice. I love when people end up being different than what you thought they were going to be. Because especially like that interview, that was the first time of me interviewing somebody that I didn't necessarily know. Because like I knew Sage Twade. I knew Benji. I've been following both of them for years. Phoenix, I only been following, honestly, after I saw him on For the Love of Delfs. And I will admit, I liked him on the show. I didn't know I would like him as much as I do now. But just for someone like that to reach out and like, answer me somebody who's like on the way up kind of clawing their way to the top it it makes me feel so good i love when people give me a chance because anyone who's ever seen me interview somebody i don't gun for people i don't go in there kind of trying to attack anybody. And maybe some people would like that. And if they do, literally, try and send me a suggestion of somebody that I'll fucking hate, and I'll go in on somebody. I'm not going to, like, just sugarcoat and be nice for everybody if I hate them. I'll be mean to people I don't like. I don't fucking care. Like, but if you're nice to me, I'm going to be nice to you. Like, that, that sentiment, I feel like, should be common sense. To just be nice to people when they're nice to you.
But a lot of people don't feel like that. They feel like you should go out and like sabotage people when they're nice to you. I'm not that person. Like, I am a kind of ride or die bitch. Like, even that I'd be that way with Phoenix. Like, except, well, I would say maybe if he murdered somebody, but like, even then, it's like, well, did they deserve to die? Maybe they did. And, like, I'm half joking with that. But it's like, I am a loyal friend. And I am someone who, I will say this, you go after one of my friends, I'm going to go after you. Because I don't like people attacking my friends. I don't like people attacking me either, obviously. Like, if you come after me, I'm going to go after you too. But, like, just to have someone go after your friends for no fucking reason just because, I don't know. They didn't see, maybe they're on a TV show and they didn't see the real version of them. I will say this, especially like reality TV, it's very edited. So, like, you may see somebody and it's like, wow, they looked really, really bad. And... You may meet them and it's like, oh, that was just an edit. Because they wanted to make that person the villain. Like, I will say this. If I ever did a reality show, I would want to be the villain. I'd want to be the person who, like, I'm with a bunch of gays and I'd be the person who would just be like, so this person just told me that your hole is so loose that you could fit 87 dicks in there at one time and then just walk away. And just like start drama between people because that to me is fun. <laughs> Anyone who thinks reality TV is real is dumb. Especially now People who think, like, American Idol only cast the best singers. It's like, no. There are probably plenty of great, great singers who don't have the look that they're looking for that they fucking turn away. So, it's not that people are, like, Necessarily the most talented. And don't get me wrong. They cast talented people. On shows. But a lot of times. They cast people. That look good in front of the camera. 
Because again, it's show business. They want people who... Yes, they want you to fall in love with their story, obviously. That's why they put stories on shows like that. But they also want you to fall in love with the person and... Well, I don't want to say they necessarily want you to be turned on by the person, but they do probably a little bit want you to get turned on by the person that they're having on the show. Which I will say is like going back to for the love of Dilfs. I am not just saying that because I'm not just saying this because Phoenix is my friend, but I'm saying this because I honestly believe it. Phoenix was the hottest one on that show. Like point blank period, I'm not having an argument in any other way. Like there may have been people who looked better body-wise than Phoenix, but Phoenix is literally the most beautiful person that was on that show. And that's that's the person who you want to get stuck in, like, a room making out with for hours. That's... At least how I feel. Some people may say, oh, I'm not into anyone other than white people. And it's like, okay, you fucking Klansman. Um, I don't get that notion of someone who's like, I'm not into this race. Bitch, you missing out. If that's the way you feel. Because. I've had sex with more than what just white people. And. I know this sounds, sounds kind of slutty. But I'd like to have sex with every race out there. But. <laughs> I just feel like if you honestly just limit yourself to all I'm ever going to date is white people, you're narrowing everything about dating. Like, this is a nation that was built on the sentiments of multiculturalism. Because America, especially like if you're in certain parts of like, I would say probably definitely New York and L.A., New York is definitely the most, like, melting pot out of every city. I'm talking about New York City 
in particular. New York City is like the melting pot of all cultures because you have people who came into this country through Ellis Island and expanded what America was. And that's honestly something that I feel racist forget is that you like rock and roll it was stolen from R&B like this country was made for everyone and that's what I love about America I love the fact that people came to this country to find a different life. They came for the quote American dream, which not so prevalent nowadays because America let politicians start being bought off by corporations, and as a result, we are now controlled by corporations. But back when that American dream was real, America was a beautiful place. Beautiful place to come. And now there's so much of Let's turn our back on these people. Let's turn our back on these people. Let's turn our back on the homeless. The homeless are people too. And for you to just sit there and say, oh, let's not care about those bums. Let's just let them rot and die. That's evil. And a lot of times, this sentiment is coming out of the mouths of Christians. Which is kind of odd to me, because you're the ones who all say that you should be more Christ-like and be like Jesus. Jesus took care of the sick and the poor, you fucking morons. It's in the Bible. So you want to sit here and tell me that we shouldn't take care of homeless people, but yet at the same time say you're like Christ? Go fuck yourself. Because we all should take care of each other, take care of those people who are struggling. Because I will say this, I've been in a struggling time myself. And like, when you live paycheck to paycheck, you need help. When you're down and out, and you've gone from being, in some cases this happens, you've gone from being the richest person in the world to being the poorest person in the world, you need help. 
And for people to just sit there and say, oh, that's not happening. Or let's forget about them. Why? Those are your fellow human beings. At the end of the day, we should do as much as we can while we're on this earth because, and I know Christians are going to hate me for saying this, we only have this life. There is no afterlife. So we need to do what we can now to be the best people that we can be and leave a legacy for ourselves that's full of good. Because I will say this, I'd love to be a person that when I die, I want people to say, Prince Electro Diamond made a change. Made a change in this world. Did whatever he could to help people. Because I did do that. I am someone who I probably wouldn't do this now. Because I know this is a little bit dangerous, but... Back when I lived in Orlando and I was living in my own apartment, I took in homeless people and had them like granted they weren't in they were never in my apartment when I wasn't there, but like I let them come in and give them a place to sleep that wasn't them being stuck in a bus terminal where they can get kicked out. Because people say, oh, there's homeless shelters. Homeless shelters are not the solution. The solution should not be to just put people in a room of crowded cots and have them sleep at night, like, close together, and then kick them out in the morning. That's not how it should be. It should, if you're going to make like a shelter, you should make it a place where you're essentially helping people to try and get jobs. Which a lot of people say, oh, that's easy. They can do that on their own. Try fucking doing it. Because honestly, you will people will say this that every place is hiring. There are a lot of places hiring out there, but they are so selective on who they're hiring because they're fucking cheap. That's why people can't get jobs. Because workers understand that. In this country, you have to, well, especially this is a corporate machine. So, like, you have to work for as little as possible. 
That's what they want. If corporations could get away with paying people 50 cents an hour, they would fucking do it. But they know they can't, so they have to be realistic. And they have to realize that I would say this right now, and this is the crazy part. If anyone is going to a job that's not paying you at a minimum $15 an hour, then leave. Leave. And I will say this. I know I have a job now. I was unemployed for about a month and like well about two months but i ended up working doordash so technically i had a job but it was more like a job based on what you can do during that day but back to my point but living in this country and i say 15 dollars is a minimum 15 dollars doesn't even cut it in the more expensive states like New New York and California. So you need even more money than $15 an hour. But if you're in a state like Florida or Georgia, you should not go into a job that is not going to pay you at least $15 an hour. Because you can't live on that now. Everything's going up. Rent, food, it's because of inflation that people are saying happened because of the pandemic. If you were a fast food corporation, a food corporation, Netflix, a streaming service, or what's another industry? Well, those three I'll just use as the examples. If you were in any of those three industries, you were making bank during the pandemic. You can't say you were losing money. People still needed food during the pandemic, no matter what. If you were in the clothing business, people still needed clothes. So you're not going to sit here and fucking tell me that you didn't make money during the pandemic. Shut the fuck up. You absolutely made money. You may not have made as much as when people had full working jobs and were able to go out and constantly consume shit all the time, but you were making money. Don't sit here and lie and say that you aren't making money when your profits are the highest they've ever been. Shut the fuck up. Because it, during this time, we shouldn't we shouldn't be like increasing stuff because we shouldn't be sorry increasing stuff. I need to be we shouldn't be increasing prices on anything because right now. Anyone who like does research can know this simple stat 
that net wages have not gone up in America since the 1970s. So in so wages are not even keeping up with inflation. So inflation's like shooting up here and wages are like down here. And yet you're we're supposed to believe that I'm supposed to be feel bad for a CEO who makes millions of dollars a year and is going to make millions of dollars when he leaves in a golden parachute. Guess what? I don't feel bad for you. I don't feel bad for billionaires. I don't feel bad for millionaires. Sorry. You have the world is your oyster. You have everything in the palm of your hands. So, I will say this to close this podcast up. Don't tell me that I should go easy on you when you're not going easy on us. The average working people who are making it so that you can keep making millions and billions of dollars a year as a corporation. And before I go on another tangent, I'm going to end there. Nice short episode today. Nice short episode of the podcast today. Hopefully I'm doing another interview on Tuesday. So fingers crossed that worked. I allegedly have one planned for Saturday too, but again, I got to see. We'll never know. And with that being said, this is Gay Out the City. I'm your host, Prince Electro Diamond, and I hope you've enjoyed.